Welcome to the podcast of Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Yeah, we're exactly the same as the Serial podcast, just we have an ending. That was a really good podcast. I, that, you know what? That was the podcast where I learned what podcasts were. Yeah. I know. I'm so sorry. When people were world. talking about it so much, I honestly thought it was about Serial. Because <clears throat> it was like, if you yeah. got a Serial podcast, I didn't realise it was a... For those who are going, what the hell? It's about the guy um, who got convicted of murder. Then he got yeah. released because it wasn't. He didn't actually do it. Then he got convicted of another murder and gone back in. What was his name? Adnan something. Mm. It's memorable. It was very good. Mm. Yeah. I listened to it like three years ago. But it's very, very good. It's a very, very good podcast. Much better than this one. Uh, Don't be like we... that. Why do we do that? We've got to stop talking ourselves down. Yeah, we're talking ourselves up. Do you think Kmart... Puts out an ad and goes, we're pretty shit, no. but come and check us no, out no, anyway. No, no, They see they don't talk ever at all. It's just like for you to decide. You know what I mean? So like, let's not talk ourselves up. Let's not talk ourselves down. Let's just give them the goods and people can decide. It's called reviewing and bitching online. People do it all the time. All right, That's what the reviews are for, for this podcast. <laughs> Hit us up in the review. I've never read the reviews. We should do that. Oh, there's some that think Camilla's doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> no, there isn't. That's a slap in the face. <laughs> stick around. Um, plenty coming up on today's show. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Liberal MPs have just broken up from an emergency party room meeting debating same-sex marriage. The plebiscite is a D-grade response to a defining A-grade social issue. I'm worried. Mm. I'll tell you why I'm worried. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because once gay marriage gets passed, mm. then our politicians are going to have to do real work. And I'm not too <laughs> sure. What? They're going to freak got? out. They're going to be like, oh, we've got to talk about the economy now. We've got to worry about immigration. We've got all these problems. But we, we didn't do any research because we were so busy bitching and moaning and carrying on like a bunch of dicks. You're sick of it, aren't you? I'm so Not that you're against it. it, you're totally for it. You just want it to be passed. Oh, you know what? I want gay people to get married and I want them to have the ability to get divorced like us straight people yeah. too. Give it to them. But Bill Shorten thinks the same as you and he joins us right now. Bill Shorten, good morning. Good morning, guys. Is that how you feel, Bill? Are you <laughs> feeling me? Uh, yeah, I am. I can't. Do you know, I'm going to let all the listeners in and it's a bit of a secret. Okay. Mm. All of the members of parliament are here today. Mm. Yeah. We're going to vote on a whole lot of stuff. We're all going to turn up when they do the prayers in the morning. We're going to vote on stuff. And yet, when it comes to marriage equality, the Liberal and National parties are so stuck in the dark ages that they can't make a decision. So they're going to write to everyone else and say, tell us what you think. Oh. And then after that, we're all going to just do what we can do now, which is vote on it. Like, no one's bound by what the mail out, you know, when we ask people yeah. what they think. So this is a waste of time and money. Yes. And just for the record, the Labor Party, we're ready here just to vote on it because I get people complaining to me about power prices, housing, mm. flat wages. But the other thing is, why on earth do gay people have to have a different lawmaking process? Mm. Why does why does it become some sort of opinion poll on other people's relationships? Yeah. So it's a waste yeah. of time, money. And it's discriminatory. What would you say to What would you say to people who are listening that are like, "Oh, why change anything? Everything's fine." What would you say to people who are, who aren't convinced that this is an important thing for well, Australia? Why, first of all, why shouldn't people be free to marry the people they love? Mm-hmm. Like, mm. let's get with the times. Mm. But, um, Depends if they're uh, compatible. I think we should be able to say to them, "You guys aren't good for each other." You know, we do that. You know, we do that with our brothers and sisters. Anyway, let's let's not say well, we're gonna. We should be able to still do that. So, so I get that. There's some people who don't like it. But 
my view on marriage equality is pretty straightforward. It's not really my business. Mm. You know, like uh, when I say that, I mean, who someone loves, it really doesn't fuss me greatly so long as they're respectful to each other. Yeah. You know, like it's why, why are some... Why are some conservative politicians so obsessed about this issue? Yeah. Mm. But they Bill, want to delay it. it seems Bill, like a I don't know, though. Issue. I, I mm. don't know if you've heard the terrible news this morning that uh, Anna Faris and Chris Pratt have uh, broken up. And I don't think after that, if they really? can't make it, no one should be able to get married anymore <laughs> ever again. You want to take it all off the table? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you can't let, one, you can't let um, one minor traffic collision stop people driving on the roads, can oh. you? They were pretty perfect for each yeah. other, Bill. But yeah, well, Be- being oh, serious, sad, yeah. Yeah, it is sad. Yeah, um, being serious though, Bill. Wait till the Liberal Party hear that; they'll have a two-hour meeting on that one. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> this is what I think: it's going to cost money, but oh, I yeah, think it's going to cost money. We take it off you guys, and I think we do do a mail out, well, and we say whatever that comes back. Yeah. Once you all vote, if it costs forty million dollars, whatever. When it comes back and everyone said what they wanted to say, then that is the decision. Then but then I just it is don't done. Know, but, but why do the people have to vote for it? Mm. I want to vote for it anyway. Mm. So whilst I respect the right of other people to have a different opinion, I'm going to vote for it. Mm. So, And you know what? That's what most of the MPs are going to do. So why are we going through this sort of mail, you know, in the mail opinion poll? Well, so, uh, like uh, opening it. so people have been saying, what are you going to do? I said, well, first of all, I don't know if it's constitutional. Yeah. Secondly, I think it is an amazing waste of money. Let's be honest, the only reason why we're going to write to people and just, you know, do a, an opinion poll, which you could do over the phone anyway, is that Mr Turnbull and his party just a sort of... look. It's a, it's a strategy of delay. It's just... Yeah. It is a... It is, it's going to cost a fortune. It's a waste of time and money. Sure. Why people don't do the job they're paid to do, which is vote in Parliament. Mm. And also, let's be clear, I'm also a bit more worried about young gay people. Uh, when you're having a debate about the legitimacy of relationships, what does that do for them? Mm. Yeah. They've got enough pressure on in their life. So I actually think it's un, it is unhealthy having this sort of protracted debate. Well, we did want to get it sorted this morning. We thought if we just get Malcolm Turnbull on, you guys could just sort it out for once. You probably haven't spoken about it before, so we thought we would. Oh, yeah. He Malcolm was too busy this morning, so uh, oh, say he? hi in Parliament yeah. for us today. Yeah, I'll just... Yeah, OK, I'll say hi. Like, Do you have I'm a bit lost for words that they're just that we're dragging this out. Mm. And the other thing is, you know, the government say, oh, you've got to ask the people. Well, actually, we're not like uh, Ireland where the only way you could have marriage equality is by a referendum. Most countries just have a law and that we can pass a law. It's called the Marriage Act. It's been varied 20 times before. Bill, do you, know, matters. do you know what and bothers me? no one me? ever worried about having an opinion poll on that. Do you mm. know what bothers me, Bill? And I'm sure you'd be what aware. I am a marriage celebrant, and I can't believe that the Marriage Act would allow me to marry an uncle with a niece, and people aren't outraged by that, and that's what the yeah. Marriage Act is, because it is so old, but yet people are still up in arms about two people of the same sex allowed to get married. I'm allowed to marry cousins. I know you'd be excited by that, Manny. But do you got, know what I've I mean? i got hot cousins, Bill. Like, I kind of go, <laughs> do, are people aware at how old the Marriage Act actually is? Yeah, it's, it's been around for decades. Yeah. And whenever the, the Parliament in the past has decided to vary the Marriage Act, we just go into Parliament and people vote on it. It's been varied 20 times. So I actually think it's a delaying tactic. Mm. It was invented by the people who are against it. it, yeah. it it's a protr- Like, everyone knows what they think about it mm. already. It's like, not this, in, in Parliament at least, it's not like this new issue. Mm. So if you were Prime Minister today... Uh, would, would you be... would you do this today? Yep. 
All right. Mm. It's the shortest answer from yeah. a politician yeah. ever. Well done, man. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one, Bill. Well, yeah. There is plenty of the mate. Unexpected newsflash. Look, Bill, we do appreciate you taking our call. Like we said, we did reach out to both Tony Abbott and Malcolm Turnbull, both politely declined to come on. Um, well, the co-conveners. They're yeah. the co-conveners of yes. the Liberal Party. Yeah. Yes. But if you pass Malcolm and if you just, you've got our number, you ring us all the time, just tell him to give us a buzz. I don't know. He shouldn't be shy. Yeah. Just, he should, he should. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take the call anytime. We'll stop. We will stop in the middle of Nicki Minaj and we'll chat to Malcolm Turnbull. <laughs> would you do that for me, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course oh, we would. Okay. Our right. anaconda don't want none yeah. unless we've got Bill, son. That's right. <laughs> Well, just wow. all those people who, I reckon there's Australia's divided into two groups. The people who like to see us vote on it and get on with it, and everyone else, uh, because I think it's a good thing, and everyone else says just get on with it so you yeah. can get on with everything else. Yep. Either way, I'm hearing you. Bill Are you Shorten. talking about this all day today, Bill? Uh, I, I don't know what the Liberals are doing. It's sort of like a circus. <laughs> We've got some good ideas. I could talk to you about them. Uh, uh, well, we're out of time. We'd yeah. like okay. to. Okay. That's another day. Bill Shorten. Otherwise, mate, have a great day. See you later. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Eel. Oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, he's no fool with the tools. He's the handy mandy that every woman wants to get a piece of. He's Scotty Too Hotty, Abby's partner, and he joins us every Tuesday to lay down the rules of what's going on in the tradie world. How are you, my friend? Hey, morning. How are you, buddy? Oh, you know, living and loving in the fast lane, mate. How about you? How's the renovations coming along? Oh, yeah, slowly but surely. Yeah. I'm going to rush these things. I'm enjoying living downstairs yeah. in the man cave. Awesome. Scotty, how was our uh, producer with flirting on the phone? I know you always get annoyed that she doesn't flirt. Was it all right this morning? Yeah, she was all right. I think she needs to try a bit harder. She thinks that, uh, you know, that I'm keen on her. <laughs> No, you I know? don't think she does, bro, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't so, think so, Scotty, uh, this is where we're going to yeah, open up the phones. You don't need to worry about a spinky old fart like me. <laughs> right, sorry, what are you saying, Matty? We're going to open up the phones here. You pick the topic. You you had a bit of an issue last night in the outdoor kitchen. <laughs> yeah, the outdoor kitchen. Um, lovely wife. She's, um, you know, I've showed her how to start a barbecue up and... And um, had to cook on a barbie a few times now. And um, I was upstairs working away, putting a few vanities together. And she decided to take it upon herself. Oh, I've got the barbie sorted. I'll be right. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, no worries. No. And then I come downstairs, <laughs> and uh, everything was burnt to, to to charcoal, really, pretty much. So, mm. not even you can scrape it off. You know oh, what I mean? I was, no, I was going like toast, where you can just do the. No, well, and it's still good, sweet. Yeah. I don't like a Barbie. It was new to me, and I was cooking chicken schnitzels because that's what I had. So I put them on the. You cooking schnitzels on a Barbie? I thought you could cook anything yeah. on a Barbie, can't you? No. You cook anything on a Barbie. Yeah. So Scotty <laughs> told me. Apparently not. I don't like cooking the Barbie. I'm not used to it. When I I grew up with two older brothers, and they've always in charge of the Barbie. Yeah. Same my house. It kind of is a bloke thing, isn't it, I yeah. suppose? Yeah, my house too. We have to call a man yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dav, you better know what you're doing on there, mate. Yeah, I know what I'm well, doing. friendship's over, mate. <laughs> Can we say collectively as well, you don't clean your barbecue no. because that's flavour. I did yeah. last night. I no. scrubbed it all off. That's I had the to. mistake you made. Mm. That's where all the taste is. Yeah, it's Abby. like a wok. Do you know what the problem is? <laughs> Natural <laughs> fats. 
I honestly think girls are great on Barbies. The difference is mm. we do too much because when Scott cooks on the Barbie, he goes out with beers mm. and he sits there yeah. and watches. Yeah. When I cooked on the Barbie, I had to go and get the kids out of the shower. I had to get their dinner ready. You're tuning out. You can't you? leave it unattended. Yeah. You've got to constantly observe it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess you who's know? not cooking on the Barbie again, hun? No, you're going to have to learn, honey. It's no. just ridiculous. <laughs> it's, a, it's quite an easy job. Why don't you get a kitchen in our house? I can recommend a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> so, so uh, Scotty, yeah. is, this what, is this what we're asking the people of Brisbane to help us out with today? Well, is there any other ladies out there kind of, you know, well, there's probably ladies out there that whiz bangers on the, on the barbecue, I'm sure. Well, hook but, up with um, them. Yeah, if you want to get married, oh four three <laughs> thirteen ten sixty. That's our number here. Uh, you know, ladies, jump in here and chat. Uh, otherwise, tradies, fellas, thirteen ten sixty. Can can ladies cook on a barbecue? Are you a, a lady who can cook or can't cook on a barbecue? I'm done. I, I'm I'm meeting now. It's a guys thing. I don't care. Make it sexist. Not cooking again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, do you cook the barbecue? Hi guys. Yeah, I do. We all, we always cook on the barbie. My partner wanted a real awesome matador one, so mm. he would start cooking on it. Mm-hmm. Awesome one. We went and brought it. A few hundred dollars. Mm. He's never cooked on it. Yeah. I always cook on it. Oh, that's my girl. Do you would you do a chicken schnitzel or was that? Um... I do, Abby. And the trick is, you just you get all the crap off the top first. Mm. The um. Hot plate, plate. then you lightly grease it and don't turn it up full ball. I've Mm. done the exact same mistake before. Turn it on low and let it heat up nice and slowly, oil it up, then chuck them on and they'll be perfect. Pour a bit of beer on them. Pour a bit of beer on there. You've got to put beer on there. Birds and barbecues. (gasps) I can see it now. Maddie's already shot the the, calendar. um, What are we going to do with the apron though? Do you know what I mean? Like, are we going to have a. We're nothing under it. No, are we going to have a penis on it? Like, normally, how you got the fake boobs? We'll if have an want, but it's dan- that sort of thing is dangerous, dangerous when you're dealing with barbecues. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can right. tell yeah. you that from experience. Yeah. Braden in Red Bank Plains. Uh, Braden, tell me, uh, is Abby alone here that she's unable to operate a barbecue? No, mate. Um, look, my missus, I showed her how to cook probably about a year ago. And um, we moved down from Gladstone to Brisbane. I got her to cook a Sunday breakfast before we left. Right. Mm-hmm. And she actually cooked the whole thing without burning one single bit of bacon. Well done. Nice work. That's why it is good for breakfast because it's only one. You use it all on the hot plate, whereas breakfast can be like a five-pot deal, you know. Yeah. With, yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Andrea from Rochdale. Morning. Hello. Morning. How are we? Good. Are you barbying? Yeah. So I've learned from a young age, since I was 15, 16, with my dad to cook on the barbecue. My mum knows how to cook on the barbecue, and I also know how to do a pig on the spit. Oh, um, Whereas my partner, he doesn't even know how to light a fire up. We went to Montville Cabins, and he didn't even know how to start a fire. So I've had to teach him how to do everything. (laughs) Handy when you go camping, though. You just knock back a Corona and say, Andrea, light it all up. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Doing doing, doing our part for moving humanity forward here at the station. (laughs) Guys in Hamilton, uh, Guy, are uh, are you all right with a barbecue? Oh, well, like when I um, my my mum actually taught my dad how to cook on the barbecue. Oh wow! You had to watch yeah, that as a young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My um, my mum used to work in a Turkish restaurant down in Melbourne, and my dad every time he cooked it, he would either overburn it or he would not cook it enough so the cow was literally still alive on the plate. Yeah, oh, right. God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. There you 
Uh, and Jody, we're going to wrap up with you. It looks like you're everyone, fine, everyone yeah. can. You're the only one yeah. who can't cook on a Barbie. Great, thank Abs. you. <laughs> what about you, Jody? Can you cook on a Barbie? Uh, look, I can cook, but I've been sacked over one minor incident. Oh, what was that? I was cooking the barbecue, and mm. I had a can of olive oil next to it. Oh. It got so hot, it exploded <laughs> and went through the roof on the deck. Yeah, that'll happen. caused a fire in the ceiling, and now we've got a vent up there, and I get reminded frequently about my disaster. <laughs> you turned the hole into a vent. Well done. We can yeah, fix it. Abby, we'll wow. That's how you get out of cooking the barbecue yeah. from now on. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Blow it up. I tell One you mistake, what, Jodie, and you're off. That's very harsh. Just to help you, because we're about building you up, mm. there's a barbecue on the deck. Every morning, we'll let you cook us bacon and eggs and, sure. until Absolutely. you've got it perfect. I would love to do that. You I, would? Yeah. The one out here. you scared to eat it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you want to fire up the barbecue out here on the balcony? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll have a cook-up. So people driving past on their way to work at five in the morning will see Abby... Tomorrow morning, yes. ...on the tools. What, people can come in for brekkie? Yes. <laughs> All right. Out in the car park. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You're going to cook up? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need a lower it down. <laughs> we are going to need a lot of meat. I thought we were just saying yes. And we're just if, there's any, if there's any butchers who want to help us out, we're going to need a lot of meat tomorrow morning. Oh, 30, God. 10, 60. Get on board. <laughs> Barbie on the Barbie. Tomorrow morning here on Hit 105. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on Podcast One called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Queensland's best at the Royal Queensland Show, The Echo. Yeah, uh, starts Friday. Mm, that's this snuck up, Friday. isn't it? Yeah, the wind will be coming soon. The Echo winds. Always gets Always. windy just before the Echo. Yeah. Does it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Every time. Yeah. Mm. I've never noticed it before. Mm. You'll be like, what's that? Oh, it's oh, right, it's Echo. Echo wind. Yeah. I was the told about this. I'm going to fly a kite. We used to we would, we'd, we'd go and buy the kites at the Echo and then go fly them. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Remember that's what you did before and in, before Nintendo and iPhones, we would fly kites. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm getting. Back when I had a steam-powered television. Yes. No, I don't. don't. What are you getting? Hey, oh, he's, oh, I'll answer it for you. He's going to get a turkey leg. There is one store that sells it mm. at the at the Echo, but for some reason he seems to plug them every single day you when feel the Echo's like a Viking. on. You feel like a Viking. You just make them at home. Mm. Or a really small turkey. person eating a drumstick. You don't yeah. have turkey. Yeah. You can buy turkey legs from the butcher. Can you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you've just ruined that for him. Yeah, I thought it was a what seasonal did, thing. Well, yeah, what? Like the Birdie Beetle? <laughs> did yeah, you know this? McRib. Do you want to know Birdie Beetle fact? Because he mocked me for it. Yeah. Do you know Birdie Beetles <laughs> are made by the leftovers from Violet Crumbles? Yes. No. Yes. No, 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 yes. no. No, that's yes, true. That's true. That's true. They are. I promise you. They are. Stop. They are. No, I promise and, you. And this will blow your mind. He, he mocked me yeah, and he laughed about it and then we did research and it's true. Yeah. I will bring what I know you're going to say here. Okay. I don't believe your facts because Stav told me yeah. what did that you do? Kit Kats this is so interesting. are no. made from leftover Kit Kats. Why did you do that? So, Why did you try and take my fact and change but it? It's true. The inside of Kit Kats is just all the defected Kit Kats no, that didn't make it. Now, here is the question then. How did they make the first one? 
Stop it. Boom. No, I kid you not. Birdie beetles, that's why they're only around during... The, okay, that doesn't make sense. They sweep up the va- violet no. crumble factory. Okay. No sweeping. It's just... Yeah. It's big sweeper. I feel like I'm... Big sweeper. On a train talking to two ice addicts. <laughs> and I'm really hoping, I'm, you know what, this is not my stop, but I'm getting Hun, off anyway. It's and then because big, you just yeah. spoke about the echo. Yeah. Like, do we not all turn into kids? Big inflatable yeah. hand, you get a big inflatable hand, and you have, ooh, ooh. big inflatable hammer that bumps. It's so good. Yeah. Sex Will City you take us to the parade, buddy? Can we watch the cows walk around? Yes, that's, the that's cows. the question. Maddie, can you cows. take us to the echo? I want to see the echo. Maddie, can we please go? Can you take us, Maddie? How many showbacks can we get? How many showbacks can we get? Well, you guys knew the echo was coming all year. You should have saved your pocket money. I'll buy you tickets. You got to sort yourself. Out you're once the you're worst in dad ever. You know what else is great about you the don't echo? love us. <laughs> Putting your balls in clowns' mouths. Well, this is where I'm getting to. That was my favourite thing. This is what we're going to do, guys. I'm not sure if it's even physically possible. Mm. Yeah. We're going to track down a carny. Mm-hmm. Oh, Showy. Yeah. Showy. They, they change their names. Can you? Yeah. No. no. That's Have you ever names. been to the echo? Yeah. No. Why can't you call them carnies? Every, every, every piece of evidence in the last five minutes pointed you haven't. Yeah. You're going to say showies. What's wrong with the C word? Stop saying it. You because can't. it used to be seen word. as a, a, a not a nice thing. It's like only they may use that word. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So don't be... Like in rap songs. Yeah, exactly. It's like the N word. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to try and tack, track showy. down a... Showy. A showy. A person with small hands who smells, smells like, like cabbage. cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That did not make it better. Um, <laughs> we're going to see if this year it's possible. Because, you know, mm. you put the balls in the clown's mouths, they got the mouth open. Mm. Imagine mm. <laughs> our faces yep. on the clowns. No, because then ma- we're just there with our mouth Imagine open. the Instagram photos and Snapchats yeah. that will come from that. What are people going to... My teeth are going to be an issue. Oh, you can't get... Uh, I can't get uh, the ball in, Dad! <laughs> and it keeps not... Okay. Dad's, <laughs> over, Dad's over there with it. Matt's. It's fine over here, son. I went with it. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, you brought it up. Colgate are looking to sponsor us, so that'll be fine. <laughs> so this we're going to do. We've come up with the idea. Mm. We want to do the clown heads. We want to have our own clown heads there at the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think tomorrow we're going to try and talk to a... Showy. Showy. now made yeah. very hard. Showy. Yes. If there's a showy listening, actually, 131060, mm-hmm. I apologise for my earlier comments. So what are you going to do? We're going to take photos. Are you just going to mould them? Everyone, no, you're not going to stick photos on the clown. You're going to get you your know. mates from Gangster Raps who did Stav's car, Stav's oh, bike. They might be able to help us out. We've got cameras in the studio. Quick, everyone, open your mouths. Perfect. We're done. <laughs> 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 and people will be able to put their balls in our mouths at oh, the wait, from wait, Friday. Wait. So good. What will they win? What are the prizes? <laughs> Depends in big Have fluffy you elephants. Thought about this? Is it okay? Yeah. Is it every child wins a prize, or is it? Well, no. It's you got to still. No, get it's the, just. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're, we're not giving participation awards. We're going to be okay. we're going to be on the primo one, mm. the one with the best prizes. But you've got to get high points to win. Mm. Yeah, like the mm. massive stuffed toy that you yes. then got to didn't think about and drag around all day. Yes. Oh yeah, it's an idea. We threw it around yesterday, and we're just going to see. We'll play it out, and maybe by Friday you'll be able to do it. I, I reckon you'll be able to, my mouth. <laughs> you'll be able to go two at once in Abby's. I what? reckon. Uh. It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. We're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Our letter for tomorrow, which is worth $10,000, is Maddie? M. 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 M for Maddie. M for Maddie. M for Maddie. Yep. Uh, $10,000, 8am tomorrow. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Try and get some sleep. A couple of weeks ago, Abby, in her wisdom, took off her Fitbit because she didn't want to know how much sleep 
she wasn't getting. And I thought, that's a load of malarkey. But you know what? Once I took off my Fitbit and my phone stopped telling me, hey, you only got mm. four hours sleep last night, mm. I actually felt better during the day. You don't need to know, you know. You, you just you feel more tired when you know how little sleep you're getting. And never look at the time when you wake up in the middle, uh, of, the, middle of the night. Terrible idea. I love doing that, though. But if you, wake, if you go to bed at nine and uh. you wake up at 12.30, though, and then you get that excitement of, oh, sure. you've got hours left. Well, what about if you wake up at two and your alarm goes off at four? Yeah. That, you know, no, I celebrate that two oh, hours. Uh, but us here in the studio, we're in an, we are an anomaly in that we live a life that is permanently sleep deprived. However, it turns out that 40% of Australians, four in 10 people, don't get enough sleep. And it is costing our economy $60 billion a year. But not only that, Sleep deprivation kills more Are you yawning? You're going to have to stop that music. Are you yawning? You're yawning right now. You put some that. other music on because we're going to lose Abby. I love that music. What is that? Oh, it's yeah, just something I banged out on the oh, piano yeah. earlier this morning. Come on. I need Abby for this break. I need Abby. Um, sleep deprivation kills like 394 people every year. That's wow. more people than die on our roads. Yeah. And you know what's worth They're saying? that you can? It's like driving with a blood alcohol, um, like a high limit. That mm, yeah. Sleep deprivation, but you can't stop people from But I didn't, I didn't realise that it was so deadly, that it was so dangerous. We actually have David Cunnington, who's a, the director of the Melbourne Sleep Disorder Centre. Um, what other, I mean, besides falling asleep at the wheel or an industrial, industrial accident, David, what are, what are some of the other health dangers of not getting enough sleep? Well, there are the health dangers that can cause people to die, so cardiovascular risk. Mm. So sleep disorders increase the risk of getting serious heart problems uh, like heart attacks, heart failure, stroke and hypertension. also increases the risk of depression. And as we know, depression has its own problems and can cause major issues for people. And then, as you've realised and lots of other people realise, when you're not getting enough sleep, it has major effects on your well-being. So it can affect your productivity at work, but can also just affect relationships, how you relate to other people, how you feel about your day-to-day life, your, your general sort of state of being. Hey, can I, I have a question? When I'm really tired, I, I'm more in the mood. Like I, for, I, I find myself. Oh well, you often can apparently do that because you need a sugar high or a, a pick me up. Is that true? The, what's the scientific behind me being more keen to spend time with my wife when I'm shattered? Oh, there's a whole range of different things around that. Some of it's biological, some of it's psychological. Uh, some of the psychological stuff around when we're more sleep deprived is emotional stability. You know, we oh. want comfort, we want yeah. that reassurance. We're not feeling as emotionally resilient. So, you know, we need that reassurance, that closeness of a partner. I've got an idea. Should we be putting in sleep pods in workplaces around Australia? Absolutely. The data is just unequivocal. Uh, Shows improvements Mm. in performance, improvements in health. You know, as an employer, if you want to get more out of your employees, let them have a nap at lunchtime. They'll do a lot better work after that. Mm. Right. So imagine that imagine office relationships if we all had sleep pods. Uh, yeah, yeah, individual sleep pods probably. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, David, group ones. How many hours? How many hours should we be aiming for, David? Because I mean, all of us here in the our, our alarms go off anywhere between three and four in the morning, and but the good telly doesn't stop until nine. Um, how many hours should we be aiming for each night? Yeah, you should be aiming for at least seven hours sleep each night. Ooh, oh, God. Luxury. Yeah, mm. some nights you're going to get a bit less because there's real real commitments like getting up early for radio or television. Yeah. Um, but you can catch up on other days. So taking so a nap when works? you get an opportunity. 
Yeah, absolutely. Great way of making up for lost sleep. So breakfast radio, great to go home, have a nap in the afternoon before you you start again the next day. And just to confirm, they do say that mums are the most sleep deprived. Was that true? Did I just make up that or is that... Hey, I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be trolled by a whole lot of Smart money. man. Smart man. Thanks for, com- thanks for coming on this morning, David. Really, really appreciate it. I know I've certainly done some silly, silly things when I'm sleep deprived. Like, when I drive to work and then I come home and my neighbour knocks on my door and hands me my house keys, which I've left in the garage door that I've left oh. up and driven away at four in the morning. And he's got a great television now. We have the same taste. Yeah. Uh, so 301060, what have you done when you were sleep deprived? Yeah. And I'd have to say, don't you reckon like shift workers would have to be the most sleep deprived? Oh, yeah. Like nurses and doctors out there. I bought oh, a block yeah. of land sleep deprived. What? Did not. Did. That's a, you bought a block of land because you were sleep deprived. Yeah, on the Gold Coast. Did well, it have sheep on it? <laughs> <laughs> so we were we were looking to we were looking to buy a block of land. Yeah. Went out one Friday afternoon, knackered, and I just wanted to get out of there. So we yeah. put down the five grand deposit. Had to go back on Monday. And go, nah, actually, we don't want it anymore. <gasps> oh. And we, we went and bought the one we wanted after. But I just wanted to get out of there. So I was like, sure, he take my credit card. Kirsten from Springfield, how has sleep deprivation affected you? Oh, it was actually my partner. So he was working pretty long days and I was nine months pregnant. And when my waters broke, we were asleep in bed. Um, like I was trying to wake him up and say, come on, we have to go. And he was so tired. He just like woke up kind of angry and put a pillow over the wet patch and was like, oh, don't worry. Just keep going to sleep. Don't worry about it. We have to sleep. That's he's just in like, denial. Yeah. I do that yeah. with my three-year-old when he wets the bed. I just throw a towel oh, down. Oh, yes. It's, should I change the bed? He's no. gone back to sleep. We'll just fine. put a towel and we'll change yeah. it in the morning. Josh and Kendra, when have you been slow sleep deprived? Uh, morning, guys. Um, the one that we were talking about the other day at work was when you get to work and you actually don't realise how you got there. Oh, my yeah. God, I've done that. So it's scary, scary, isn't it? Yeah. yeah there used it to happens be a... quite, often, quite often more than not. Yeah. Mm. used to be a gig yeah. down the Gold Coast, which I actually got banned from, but um, you, I worked all day, then I'd drive um, down the coast and I'd drive back and I'd get home at like midnight and I pulled into my driveway. My window's been down, there's music blaring. I'm like, I yeah. don't know how I got here. It's when you were doing oh. this show? No, when I was oh. still, yeah. Where Why'd you get banned? You didn't like the cut of my jib. <laughs> I think what he's Andrea. saying is the comedy sucked. <laughs> Andrea in the uh, Tambourine Mountains, you're pulling shift you good work. Now? <laughs> yes, good morning. Andrea, you're, you're, oh, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, you're pulling shift work, something that we in this room are all accustomed to, I'm sure. Um, what's happened to you when you've been sleep deprived? Well, it's it's rather embarrassing, but um, on the way home from a night duty one night, I pulled over to the side of the road because my car was playing up. No, I saw this um, this dead cow in the middle of a field, and oh. I got really upset. Mm. I sat there for about ten minutes, you know, just pulling myself together before I realised it's actually a really large cow-shaped rock. <laughs> <laughs> so you were crying because you thought it was a dead cow. Yeah, I was really oh. upset. With the cow. Oh. Andrea, do you know? To be honest, we've got like cardboard cutouts of celebrities around here, and I've been so sleep deprived once. I thought one of them was walking towards me, and I went, "Oh my god, Beyonce, hi!" <laughs> and then I was like, "What am I doing?" I actually thought. It yep. was her. Well, Beyonce was in at 4.30 in the morning <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Brisbane. Going through QCon. Yeah. Thinking about what to talk on the radio today. Lauren and Eagle Bee. Um, hey obviously, hey, hey, you're a mum. You've been sleep deprived? Yeah, yeah. So I've got a nearly three-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old, and the youngest one has not slept one night solid in her entire existence. Mm. And I live in Logan and work in Eagle Bee. So one morning I got everyone ready, got us all in the car, was driving to work, 
was about to take the Forest Lake Oxley exit and realised both of my kids were in the car still. Oh. <laughs> and that's annoying because even on daycare days, you're so excited to get rid of them, right? I know. And they're never, ever silent. So this morning, they were completely silent. I don't know why. So then I go from Oxley back to Logan to drop them off and then back to work. Oh, wow. No. Well, if it ever happens again, just drop them at my place. I'm in Oxley, I'm sure. My wife. Yes, no, we work at, I work at the salon here on Oxley and one of my girls sees you in Woolies all the time. Yeah, I'm always getting food. In you are an Oxley celebrity. <laughs> Look at you guys. Long time. Mr. Oxley and Mr. Be, Brisbane in the same studio. going to be the mayor yeah. of Oxley. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, uh, the Pasali of Oxley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do we have to pay special taxes? We're going straight to the top. (laughs) Anthony's in the switch. Anthony, when have you been so sleep deprived you've stuffed up, bud? Well, Osh, you're on the ball there. You know, good TV doesn't finish till nine o'clock. Yeah, totally. So, um, I'm, I'm, I was getting up at two thirty in the morning to go to work. Mm. It was a Friday night. I uh, own a car trailer. Mm I forgot to I forgot to do the hitch up on the car trailer. Oh, no. Loaded a car, mm. trailers popped off mm. and punched a hole in my three month old Hilux oh, tailgate. Oh, oh no! I was really worried you were going to say three month old baby. Then I'm so wow. wow. <laughs> oh, freaking. Yeah, but it's a Hilux, mate. It's about the same Still thing, baby. Maddie. Yeah, yeah, it's his baby. It's unbreakable, mate. They're unbreakable. Yeah. yeah. Well, well obviously like not. Trailers. Yeah. <laughs> Brisbane, get some sleep tonight. Rest up. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on Podcast One called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit scared. I'm a little bit concerned at the moment because my favourite book series, The Dark Tower, is heading to the cinemas. The trilogy of eight books. <laughs> it's not about It's not about Batman, as I thought it was. No. Sorry. <laughs> Who's the dark, 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 dark in the title. Who's the character again? The main uh, one? The main guy is oh, no. Idris Elba. And Roland. is it a cut? It's okay. Is it a what? No, it's not a comic book. It's a Stephen King book. Stephen King book. Eight books. Yeah. Eight Who book wrote, he wrote trilogy. Total Recall. He wrote uh, uh, so many things. Stephen I read Goosebumps. That was about it. Oh, oh that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 really, man. <laughs> yeah. um, but I love the books a lot. And uh, so much so that uh, 12 years ago, I got a tattoo on my um, shoulder from the books. It says car, which is part of the um, your path in life and your direction in life. Is, is that the round one? Was it? Yeah. Was it the kind of tattoo when you were at the beach, people said, what's that? And you went, well, actually, there's this series of eight books that I've read. <laughs> Stephen King wrote them. You may know him from The Shining. So yeah. you had to explain it. And But now this film's coming out. How are you feeling about the tattoo? Well, do you want to see it? I have to take Sorry, my Sorry, I want to see it. Yeah, take yeah. your shirt off. Sorry. Lovely the Briggs coming off. out. Lovely Look out, sh- by the way. Why every time you show your tattoos, you got to take your top off? Because that doesn't go okay. all the way up. So I thought it was for your wife. Well, it, it also says cat. Spin. Yeah. But, see, it says cat. I thought yeah. that was... No, that's just what I told her. It's car oh. from the Dark Tower. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the Dark Tower. Uh, but <laughs> so far, the uh, reviews are like dire. 
Like this movie is terrible. It's getting like two stars, one star. It's not mm. doing well, which then by deference ruins my tattoo. Because no, now I've got a tattoo of a terrible film. No, because then you have to be the elitist when people say like Game of Thrones, go, no, 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 I'm into the book. Not the show. It's either way, so I'm going to be a wanker. Say, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. That's true. So I'm really concerned that the movie has then vicariously ruined my tattoo. Time to get it removed. You know that I just remove a tattoo if I don't like it. I know. Sort of <laughs> Can't you just turn purpose. it into like a dream catcher or something? It's already round. Because <laughs> it's round. You know him yeah. and dream That's, catchers. <laughs> put a few feathers on the bottom of it's, it and be like it's there so I know to always to, chase my inner dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you have to commit to that being about your wife. Do I? Yeah, I think Ugh. so. You have to go. It's got no. It's got nothing to do with the dark tower. It's got to do with cat. But it doesn't. It. Do, I know it says car. Why does it say car again? I'm so confused. It doesn't say it. car. It does. The K and then the A. Is say, that the logo for yeah. the movie? Yeah. Well, it's a logo for yeah. But stab. It's look. It's still a lovely tattoo, and it's still got its roots in something very literary and fantastic, which is a series of eight books. It's not like you've got a limp biscuit tattooed on your arm hey, or that blink one cool. or a, a slipknot across the back of your neck. My friend mm. of a friend, I've seen it. It's true. Got a tattoo of Tiger Woods. Oh no. Was she that? the nineteenth hole? No, no. He was a hu- he's a huge golf fan, and he always says that this kid. Oh, hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a huge. And was he, he the ninth? No. Yeah. no, he just said that this guy is like the ultimate man because he was brought up in yeah. hardship and he was always focused yeah. on it. And then it all started to unravel mm. for him, and mm. I don't know what he's done with it now. I guess he's still got it. I could have. But you don't get it. You don't get a tattoo of a famous person because. That's a bit scary. So if the tattoo gets ruined, do you stop showing it off? Like, would you not take your shirt off again, Stav? Well, I think we know that's a physical impossibility <laughs> for me. Um, but I, I know this this must have happened to other people. I came very close to getting an X-Files tattoo back in the day, and that would have been Ooh. stupid. Um, but 131060, when has a tattoo been ruined for you? It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Oh, crap. It's not cool. <laughs> Katie. Katie and Wynnum. Have you got a tattoo that's been ruined? Yeah, so I have a script tattoo of a song I like on my foot mm-hmm. that my ex-boyfriend paid for, and it's half rubbed off and looks really tacky. Oh. <laughs> so your ex-boyfriend paid for it. Is that why Is that why you hate it? Because it reminds you of him? No, it looks really tacky now. And, yeah, the shoes rub it off whenever I wear it. Oh, so right. it's all words and you can't read it anymore. I don't know if, <laughs> like, did they do it at Nico Pan? I'm pretty sure tattoos don't rub off. No, no they, they do. do. On your yeah. <laughs> and especially yeah. they can on your fingers as well. Mm. If you do them in your fingers, they rub off. Well, if it's any consolation, yeah. Patty, I, I share a tattoo with my ex as well. Oh, that's good. Well, not yeah, great. Yeah. It's all, it's all yeah. right. Your and toes it, are married, aren't they? Like, you've my, got a yes, wedding. Yeah. yeah, all of me but one toe is dedicated to my wife. Oh, that uh. little piggy went to market. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got Adam and Ipswich. Adam, what are you? What advice have you got for me with my tattoo potentially yeah, being ruined? How are you? Hey, good, good. man. Uh, just uh, poor words for Stav, but you must remember the face of your father, Stav. Oh, uh, thank you, Adam. That's a quote from the, the book. <laughs> it's not about uh, what's coming, it's about how you felt when you got it. I've got a flash of venom and a spawn tattoo. I got it many years ago. I love them to bits, and everyone's like, what happens when you get old? I'm like, sure, I love it always. Yeah, right. So, mm. Okay. About, um, if you love the book, if you love the tat, who yeah. cares? Okay. There you go. So there's, a, from Adam. there's a bloke in Ipswich that you can impress. Stav, if this all goes to pot, yeah. you can call Adam and go, the movie's terrible. Tell me again how much you like my tat. <laughs> Annie in Red Bank. Hey. What happened? How was your tat ruined? Um, By having children. Oh. oh. Where did you get it? On your tummy or around that yeah, area? 
Yeah, just to the side. They've got the huge stretch marks running right through it. Uh, either that or you had a tattoo saying, I love kids, and then you had them and you're like, oh, this is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, um, <laughs> my wife Audrey, she actually had uh, the, uh, she was told it was the Chinese symbol for woman on her hip. It <laughs> might have been fish and chips. I don't know. Mm. Um, but since she had Georgia, it, it doesn't look like that anymore. Yeah. Um, no. now, it looks, now it looks like a turtle. Um, yes. So we just say it's a turtle tattoo. Oh. Uh, yeah. Funny enough, I'm getting a turtle done soon. Oh, there are you? you? Hey. There you go. Perfect. Uh, Kerry Ann is on uh, this morning. When was your tattoo ruined? 131060. Hello, Kerry Ann. Hello, how are you? We're good. Yeah, good. When did a tattoo get ruined? What have you got? I have a mushroom, what, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be a mushroom on my shoulder blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But over time, it now looks like a male's body part. <laughs> a nose? Oh, as gravity has taken mm. hold of your shoulder. Do you love mushrooms? <laughs> or do you love the other thing, Terry? Oh, well, you know. <laughs> were, you, were you eating mushrooms while you were getting the tattoo? <laughs> no, no, no. I just said, oh, you know, it's pretty yeah. cute. It's got attitude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Who does love fungus? Uh, so does the other thing. And Katie, we're wrapping up with you. Thirteen, ten, sixty. How's your tattoo ruined? Um, I actually I have a quote from one of my favourite authors. Well, what? Yeah, one of my favourite authors, and it's on my collarbone. Mm. And they made them into movies, and the movies are absolutely crap. Oh, what is it? What is a book? Or what's uh, it? was one. Oh, you probably would know it. You know, John Green. He made um, The Fault in Our Stars, and then there was Paper Town. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, they were great movies. Yes. Yeah, it was one of the other books, actually. They didn't get made in the movies. But <laughs> <laughs> if you've got to explain yeah. it as if it was one of the other, other ones, books, yeah, yeah. you kind of get it. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I don't know if you guys have ever gone on a child-free holiday. I did before I had them. All the time. <laughs> we, we go all the time. I know, and then it when was you, so good. And then when you do that, you'd be really annoyed when there'd be other kids. Mm. You'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. But my husband and I decided um, last year was the first time that we were going to try and do a child-free holiday. Why my parents were still young enough to look after them, you know, oh. before they got <laughs> before they got to <laughs> you can't, yeah. Hey, mum and dad, we know you're going to die shortly. No, yeah. no. Can well, you, you look can after pick the them kids? Up. Yeah. Hello? But as they get older, it's pretty hard to look after the kids and run around with them, you know. Well, to be honest, before my dad packs up everything and goes on a caravan around the world, you know, that's what I think he wants to do. Caravan around around Australia. Caravan of courage. I've seen it. Shush. (laughs) The aqueduct in the Goldies. They're going to buy that. So good. When's the last time you went to a caravan weekend? They. But yeah, you're really able changed. to palm them off. You're able to palm off your kids onto your folks yeah, and so then scoot off the Last year was the first time we did it. And we did five nights, and that's because I accidentally bid on a holiday in um, Bali that right was child-free. So we couldn't take them. So we were forced to do it. And we were like, do you reckon we'll be able to do it? My husband's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. And I was really sort of nervous about it. Didn't know how we'd go. We went away, and then we're like, oh, cool. So five days is not long enough. Um, it was amazing. <laughs> Because you've got an opportunity to sort of reconnect and not talk about the kids. Because yeah. when we went to Bali with them, it's amazing. But we never yeah. we never sit down and have dinner together mm. at all. Because well, one forget, of us is running you? around. Like you forget that like the kids are born from your marriage and your relationship. Yeah. And then it all becomes about the kids. And then yeah. you go, oh, that's right. Our, we have our thing. Yeah. So one of us is sitting for dinner while the other one's running around. Then we do swaps. Yeah. So this time we went um, for a little bit longer. I think we went for six or seven nights. And it was amazing. We went to Bali. But I posted on Instagram and I am so surprised how many of my friends direct message me saying, hey, can I have a chat to you about your child-free holiday? 
Male like, yeah. friends or female friends? Mostly male friends. What do they want to and know? And one of them was like, hey, so you went without the kids? And I was like, yeah. And they go, how'd you go about that? And I went, well, we got on a plane by ourselves. <laughs> and he's like, no, seriously, I just want to know because my wife won't do it. Bowl of water. Yeah. Have you <laughs> seen her chain? alone? <laughs> I was like, what do you what mean? What do you mean are your they, wife won't do it? Are they worried, like for your friend's wife, worried that I just can't leave? I can't, can't leave the be kids. The I can't leave the kids. Even so much, anyone. she's like, oh. I, you know, I admire other people do it, but I love my kids too much. I was like, okay, there we go. Well, one of those. One of those. Yeah. And I was like, I understand. And it's really hard to sort of leave when you get scared. You got to miss them. And I was like, you know what? You just need to, you need to do it differently. And he's like, how do you mean? I was like, well, for starters, you need to pitch like, I really want to reconnect with you and go away. So already she's like, oh, that'd be really nice. And then you've got to go, well, how about we take my mum and she can stay next to us and take the kids? Yeah. No way. Exactly. She's no going to go. Way in no hell. way. No way. I'm not taking my mother-in-law. So that's what you start with first. And okay. she'll be like, no. And then I was like, once you go away, I think a lot of guys will be like, oh, like, don't talk about the kids. Let's just forget the kids. Let's just ignore them. I was like, as soon as you get to the airport, you've got to go, hey, before we leave, I need to call the kids and check on them. You've oh. got to be on the front foot. You've got to lie. You... Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, hello. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> bring, bring. thought I dialed. She hung up on me. No, oh, no, but you, you can't yeah. talk to them. They're in the middle of something. <laughs> yeah. And don't, and I guess one of the big ones is when you're halfway through the holiday yeah. and your wife turns to you and goes, how do you think Rory's doing? You don't go, who? <laughs> no, <you> just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, her. oh, I miss her. I miss I was, her so much. I was like, you have to take the front foot with it and mm. always bring up the kids. Like mm. even when you're at for dinner. Why then? Why don't you just bring them along if you get to talk about them the whole time? I'm just time. saying this is how you got to lay it because I think a lot of guys were like, hey, let's just talk about us. Like, let's not talk about the kids. Or we always talk about the kids. I'm like, you have to be the one to bring them up you, even more. You can't say either, oh, the kids would have loved this. Mm. No. You know how people say that and they mm. go, oh, yeah. well, we should have brought them. Yeah. Well, nah, the yeah. kids would have hated, hated this. this nightmare. Yeah. Would have these but shots we do are find very it tart. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't like a fireball like we do, does she? No. no. Oh, they don't serve tequila here. Rory would have hated hate this. It. Well, obviously, Stab's not one of the person that messaged me for it. But we do find that we sta- end up staring at kids, though. Have you no. ever done that, though? If you're going out for dinner without the kids, no, and yeah, someone else yeah. has got their kids, and you just end up so staring at them. You're it's a bit on weird. holiday in a foreign country staring at other people's children? Yeah, that's, that's a bit weird. Yeah, so we're yeah. trying to stop that one. You do do it. I think they're really great tips. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, you, what? I'm just waiting for a but. There is yeah. no but. Isn't because it? Esther's the same. Esther, we talk about holidays. She always wants to take the kids, you know, and then she, she says, I would feel guilty. Yeah. I've but got you've the, got to bring um, it up even more and just go away for the weekend. What are you taking Esther away for the weekend? Well, that's neither here nor there, but I've got the, um, almost better alternative because yeah. in two weeks, three weeks, my wife and daughter are going to Bali without me for a week. <sighs> There's a small chance I'll die. <laughs> Rory will be sitting there looking back at Kat going, Dad would have hated this. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Mark Boris. Every single day in Australia, people are busting their guts and starting and running their own businesses. It's a big deal. 60% of Australians are hired by small to medium-sized business owners. These guys are doing their bit, buying stock, hiring people and paying their taxes. So what is it like to start your own business? How do you go from just running a business on the side after work to owning something much bigger? How do you make it your future? Join me on The Mentor, a weekly show on Podcast One where I speak to Aussie business owners who are working through just that. I find out what makes them tick, 
I help them work out their next steps for their growth and for their future. The Mentor with Mark Burris. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Friday, it is uh, coming back here to Brisbane. This is the biggest party you will ever get your backside to, and you're going to be able to check out these guys uh, from Rough Ends. We are talking about David and Dante. Good morning. Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? We're, We're good. good. Is it true that you guys are bringing the soul and the sexiness to our R&B Friday Live event? Oh uh, well, you know, well, you know, you said it. I mean, you said it. <laughs> We're very excited to be coming there. We're very excited to be coming back. Um, there's a lot of love and a lot of support that we got um, from there. And, and we're, we're just excited to come back to connect and definitely excited about the lineup. The lineup is incredible, oh, yes. right? Yes, it is. Yeah, who are you excited to uh, to see? Everybody. I'm a total fan of music from since I was born. Yeah. So definitely um, a lot of people... Um, we know we've been around. We've been around before different, different, different shows, different settings, different times in our career. Mm. Some people we'll be meeting for the first time. Um, so it's definitely, definitely a, a great experience for us also. Now, proof that this show is the biggest thing on earth. We were tossing up between two people to host it, Fat Man Scoop and Shaquille O'Neal. Fat Man Scoop does all of our R&B stuff. So uh, after cutting deals with both, we went with him. Um, do, do you guys know Shaquille? Well, Shaquille O'Neal, funny story about Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Shaquille O'Neal if he's listening. Um, we had an album release party in L.A. at a place called a Sky Bar. Mm-hmm. And I think this was after he won one of his rings. He actually came to the album release party. Shaquille O'Neal and Eddie Griffin, the comedian, I remember was there that night. And I, I, I always love and respect him and followed his career definitely after that moment. So, I mean, that's amazing, though. <laughs> oh, Shaquille hang on. Hosted. Don't stop, don't pull up there. What happened yeah, at that happened party? What happened? Does he remember being at the party? <laughs> No, Shaquille. He was just he, he was like out on a um he was on a, he was on a sky bar. There was an album release party. He was on a sky bar. He was out there, and actually, him and Eddie Griffin was they was funny man. He was just telling a bunch of little funny jokes, and we just it was a it was a great night. It was just a great night. A bunch of great people. It was a great vibe. Good after party. So I oh, I, my, you know. <laughs> well, was, because he is it's so- always a party. Yeah. yeah. Because he is such a large man, does he need to drink double the average person to to get drunk? I don't know if he I don't know if he was drinking. I'm not even sure. I know he was. I remember he was telling jokes. He was funny. He was real cool. I don't think he stood up much. He was sitting down. He <laughs> Looked like he was standing up. Same height as everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. So he he blended in. He was sitting down, and he was just he was just crazy cool. I know it was him and Eddie Griffin. He was like sitting in the, in the sky bar area, and I, I, that was one of my fondest memories of of our album being released. And it's, yeah. you said some, you're um, happy to be coming back. When was the last time you guys were down under? Uh, it, oh man, it's maybe over maybe fifteen years. 15 wow. Years. wow! Wow! Yeah, that long. <laughs> everything, like is, everything is exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you'll fit right well, back. We, in. we heard things are different. We heard that they. 
we I remember there was a train by the Kuji store. I went to the Kuji store mm-hmm. and there was like a train or like a train that went like on top of buildings. I remember looking up and it was kind of cool and I was like, Wow, this is different. You are thinking I mean, the, train, the the monorail, the monorail, in, monorail in Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, yeah, we got rid of that. That's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Anything... there's one difference. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, no, sorry. no, no that's fine. Me. It's kind of like anything that we thought that tourists would like, we got rid of. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. But, and it, that was across the board or just in, in where you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Everywhere, yeah. But look, um, I'm not sure if you know Stav, who we work with here. He actually is an ambassador for tourism in Australia. And everyone who comes to visit, he gives them a fact. Um, no, stop it. I don't. Sorry, guys. I apologise for this in advance. Boys, you need to know this uh, because I know when Americans, especially, come to our fair shores, we love to hand them a koala so you get to cuddle a koala and get that photo with you with a koala. Uh-huh. Uh, now, I just need you to okay. know that ninety-five percent of, koala, of koalas have chlamydia. Just so you know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my lord! Yeah. Wow. I yeah. know, because there's nothing worse than when you get back and you've got chlamydia and you don't know where you got it from. And if you can use the koala as some sort of out, then you're perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you do realize Don't start that- using it when you're back in America and say the koalas and they go, ah, 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 it's been years since you travelled to Australia, okay? Hang on, guys. You're like, when is the last time you've been to Australia? <laughs> <laughs> don't like telling people these. Yeah. They love our icons. And I just want you to come Ooh, to Australia and it's enjoy. True, though. Okay, it's true. It's going to be an amazing tour without the koalas. You're just going to be yes. on stage with a bunch of amazing yeah. other artists, and we look forward to it. Nice to talk to you this morning, guys. Yes. Thanks for coming on. You got it. Look, anything koala, I'm avoiding it. Yes, it's <laughs> the best. <laughs> Look, I don't want to go on Koala Street. <laughs> koala Burger. I don't want Koala Fries, you know? <laughs> uh, good to talk to you. Check him out at R&B Friday Live. Uh, the boys from Rough Ends here at Hit 105. It's Dev, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. It's been a cracking show. We've covered a lot of interesting things. We had the opposition leader on talking about same-sex marriage. Just do it already. Some things I'm not thankful for like that. But there's some things I'm very thankful for and other things I just have to say thanks but no thanks to. So, for example, you. My stomach. I've been shooting Bachelorette all night and working with my friends here on the radio every morning for a few months now. It's got to the point where it's now taking three double espressos and a few barocas just to get through the day. It seems that you would disagree with this intake. You may not like it. We've got a few weeks to go yet. So quit the worry flux and get with the program. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. I've got mm. some reflux medication for Eden, my four-month-old. Bring that in for you if you want. That'd be great. It's Thank very you. expensive, so you're oh, going to have to pitch in. And they <laughs> make it. it, and then as they get older, because it goes by weight, you've got to buy more uh, of it. Mm. 50 bucks a month. Mm. We're in the wrong gig. Yeah. Hey... Tax return time. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing it, but I also need the money back. So I'm like, ooh. But then going through my receipts, I just wonder what part of me thought that I would keep my wine receipts because I can do that tax deductible, but didn't keep any petrol receipts. The drunk part. Different kind of fuel. Yeah. I've got a receipt from Cloudland at like one in the morning. What part of me thought, oh, this is a business trip? I could hear that. <laughs> I'll shout everyone. I just and I'll say it was a meeting. <laughs> Exercise. It's good for you. Mm -hmm. We do it very early in the morning. Mm -hmm. I occasionally come when I can be bothered. You guys have great commitment and I commend you on that. But why does exercise clothing also look like you've committed an armed robbery? 
Because you had some weird socks on this morning. What were no, you doing not, with those? Not socks. They're my mountain biking socks. Oh, was it your jacket? The jacket. Um. I like to, it's a bit chilly. I like to put a hood on. Oh, yeah. But then oh, I yeah. think I'm running. It's 10 to 4 in the morning. Yeah. I've got a hood on. Yeah. Every time you see the news, the CCTV, the guy yeah. has a hood on. Sorry, we shouldn't have, when you read a, run ahead of us, go, get him! But that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally wrong. For us. You're not getting into the 7 Eleven looking like that. <laughs> so if um, armed robbers, if you could change what you wear, <laughs> oh, yeah. that would be really <laughs> handy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. But no thanks. The guy wearing fluoro robbed yes. the 7 Eleven. He's wearing a billabong t shirt and baldies. Dis- disappeared into the darkness. <laughs> hey there, Tobars. You do do an amazing job, but you also are right at shin level. And I don't think there is another pain, don't say childbirth, that's <laughs> as worse <laughs> as when you hit your shin. On a tow bar, especially when it is cold. Yep. You, you can invent new swear words when that occurs. <laughs> tow bar to the balls would hurt. That's what I was going to say. Do you want us to try and hit other parts and see if there's Well, you think that would be you swinging it. It would be a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. Do you know what's sad about it? It's your shins. It's my thigh level. <laughs> <laughs> it's my forehead. Ah, <laughs> no. uh, short jokes. We're allowed. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. There we go. That's the podcast. Done and dusted, everybody. Find out tomorrow if he goes to jail. <laughs> Hopefully you heard the beginning of the podcast for that to make that's a, that's a solid joke. But if you didn't listen to the start, go right back to the start. So you out of get us it. in this room, who do you think would be more likely to go to jail? Not you. Why? Because you think I'm just goody two shoes. No, 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 no. I no, you, you, I've told you this. Why? You would be like, let's kill this person. No, I think that's a bad idea. Hundred percent, they need to die. I think it's a bad idea. I think we should kill them. All right. Then there we are sitting. In the courtroom, and you would put your hand up, and the judge would go, "Yes, Abby." Here we go. I, the first day I met them, they've been plotting the death of this person, and this is how they did it. This is where you'll find all the weapons with all of their no, fingerprints. I would never do that. You would. I think you wouldn't go to prison because you are very, very clever, Abby. Exactly. You're very good at game theory. Thanks. Yeah. So now, who would go to prison? Oh, it'd be dumb, me. Dumb? <laughs> yeah, it'd be me because I'm so, I'm too stupid, and I would just go. Yeah, yeah, I'll come with you. Yeah, sure, I'll answer all your questions without a lawyer around. Sure. Australia's most recognisable host seen entering a bank with a Kostanov shotgun. Yeah. That probably would give it away. Yeah, yeah said he was yeah, just yeah. holding it for someone, but seemed like yeah. a nice man. Having said that, The Bachelor mm. locked up. Oh, would, headlines. Would, I would watch that. Mm. Who will yeah. they choose, Bubba or Derek? <laughs> yeah, we'd need, we might need a different network. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if free-to-air primetime... Yeah. We could get away with some of the stuff that would go on there. And they wouldn't give a rose, they'd just give a spanner. A shiv. A shiv, shiv yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every date, you're just drinking moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, you, you get presented with soap on a rope if you want to stay. Someone gives you a cell phone. Oh, I've, I've, I've gone to great lengths to bring this to you. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. thanks. Sean, I'm sorry you did not receive a soap. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the showers. <laughs> we should pitch that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I reckon in 20 years' time, mm. you you would do that, wouldn't you? Oh. Come on. Uh, felon 
bachelor felon, jailhouse batch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Bogo Road's not being used at the moment. I we still think there, there needs to be an older person's edition. The do you spinster. Know? Yeah, no, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like guys going out dating again, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the over 70s mm. bachelor or yeah. bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Gee, that'd be good. Brought to you by Cialis. Mm-hmm. Mm. Blue care. None of you know what Cialis does, do No, you? I just said yes to try and be yes, cool. It's, Sorry, a, what was it's that? a form of Viagra, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've been Bone told. medication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think guys in guys in white hair saying no. I'm not going to play golf today and going for a walk in the woods with their wives. Oh. And the wife going, no, please don't go and play golf. <laughs> when did you take one? Huh? Do you take it? What? Do you mm. take it? Honestly? Pardon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. We'll see you tomorrow, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Stop, stop.